brother and sister, Mari Tail. Rupi and Hina were brother and sister, but they loved each other with a love greater than that of most brothers and sisters. South close was the bond between them that they were scarcely happy except when together. One day Hina fell into the sea and was carried out by the tide. Fortunately, she wore a magic girdle. This protected her from death, but she went floating out over the horizon, miles away from her home and parents and beloved brother. Nobody had seen her fall. When she was missed, there was a grief-stricken search. No trace of her could be found. She must be dead, her friends whispered. Rupi overheard them. She is not dead, he cried. Something in my heart tells me she is not dead. I go to find her. He set off, traveling from one end of the land to the other, seeking her. For months, for over a year, he sought her fruitlessly. In the meantime she was floating, drifting through the sea, upborne by the waves, saved by the magic girdle from every death that threatened her. In her slow progress little seaweed tendrils clasped themselves about her, pink-tipped barnacles attached themselves to her. For many months she floated on, till at last she was thrown up by the surf on the sandy beach of a little island. There she lay, helpless and unconscious from her long voyage in the water. The people of the island found her, took her in, gently scraped off the sea things that still clung to her, and showed her every kindness. After a while the king heard of her, and was so charmed with her sweetness and beauty that he took her to live in his royal home. So a year passed by. Just at this time Rupi gave up seeking for her on the land. I will go to Rahua, he said. Repeating a powerful spell, he changed himself into a pigeon. He had a long, weary flight before him to the highest skyland, for this was where Rahua lived. Rahua was the greatest of all sky fairies. He knew everything, he would surely know where Rina was. Soaring bravely, Rupi mounted higher and higher, his love for his sister upholding his tiring wings. Up he went, through the great sun-filled spaces, till he reached the first skyland. From that to the second, the third, the fourth, on to the tenth. At last he stood before Rahua. Murmurs concerning you have risen to me from a little island in the sea, was Rahua's answer to the question Rupi put to him. He pointed out the island in the world that lay so far below. Back to the earth, straight as a stone in his course for the little island, Rupi took his downward flight. Alighting at Hina's dwelling place, he flew to her windowsill. There he waited to be seen by her. Some of the king's servants saw him. See, a pigeon on the sill, they said. One brought a spear and tried to spear him, but Rupi turned the spear aside with his bill so that it broke on the wood of the windowsill. Another brought a noose and tried to snare him, but each time he turned his head aside and the noose fell away. Magic, cried the servants. A magic bird. We cannot harm him. They told Hina of the magic visitor. Leave the bird alone while I look at it, she said. Long and earnestly she looked. It is my brother, she cried at last. It is Rupi. 
Taking again his natural shape, Rupi embraced his long-lost sister, telling her the story of his weary search for her. In return, she told him of her strange voyage and her life on this far island, where king and people were all kindness to her. Come with me to the tenth skyland, where Ruhua lives, said Rupi. There is brightness such as never glows on this low earth. There is beauty, there is joy. There we may live together all our lives. I will come, said Rina. By spells Rupi changed their shapes to those of pigeons. Together they flew through the upper sunlit spaces till they reached the tenth skyland. There, with Rohua, they spent together their happy days. <laughs>